The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Welcome to the show. It's Monday. And it's 37 degrees. Oh, it's 57 degrees outside. Feels like it's 55. The high is 62. The low is 43. You're looking at... There's actually people on the plaza today celebrating whatever they're celebrating. Martin Luther King Day. There you go. There you go. And I will ask this. Jesse, I just want you to do one thing today. We know you're going to say how right you were and all that. No, you are. I just want want you to do one thing. No, 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 no. Wait. I just want you to, to to please keep in your thoughts and your delivery today. There's some really beat up, pissed off fans. So as you're saying you're right throughout the entire next 45 minutes, just do it in a way that's empathetic of our fan base. Mm-hmm. It, it, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> what? You think they're listening what? today? I would. You think they're listening? Yeah, because I think yeah. they want to. They want all the cowboy hate they can get today just to get it out of their systems. Mm. So Jesse, don't no. pull, don't pull a Stephen A. on him like he did this morning. The man's been out of work for a month and came back today just so he could sit across from Michael Irvin and yell at him this morning. So, first off, how you guys feel? How you oh, feel? I feel good. Why do you feel good? The Cowboy Homer feels good. One and done. That's who I came to hear. <laughs> That's the only reason why wait, I Wait, 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 because I know you're about to go down a dark, winding road, or a bright, winding road, yeah. it sounds like. Kurt, how do you feel? I'm bummed out. I don't want to be here. I want to talk about this stupid game. I thought you were going to say the stupid team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's frustrating. It is. Jesse, how do you feel? Um, disappointed. Yeah. Like... I've been around this football organization since 2009. Mm-hmm. I have to say, this is the most disappointing I've ever been after a loss. Really? And I played in some losses. This is, yeah, this was, this was super disappointing. All right, we'll get to your reasons why in a minute. Nate, how do you feel? I feel good. Why do you feel good? Because... When Monday through Thursday of last week, <clears throat> Monday through Thursday of last week, you mean every, days when I was right? No, yeah. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I just, I just, <laughs> Monday through Thursday. See, we, 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 the world, the world, locally, regionally, and through the throughout the U.S. and the Eastern Hemisphere of the world, said if the Cowboys <laughs> don't stop the run. They're in trouble. And then on Friday, like predicted, everybody say, but the Cowboys will win. It'll be a dogfight. It'll be tough. It'll be this. But and then a week ago, Shannon said, hey, man, what if the Cowboys lose this game? Will you be all right? Yes, I'm all right. But my butt was, and my butt still is today. Big. <laughs> okay, so it's like that, and you and, and you laugh. Hey, that, was I, I, that was good. That was good. Wow. What you used to say in school? Yo, yo, me, yo, But big, very big. My still, my question is: Before I get disappointed, if Quinn leave, then I will be disappointed. Well, you might not get disappointed. If he stays, th- wow, you gonna re- okay? Anyway, just like gang up on <laughs> disciple, <Nate>. his disciple. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious. That that is my one thing because now we have. I heard and I, Chris told me this beam, and it could be wrong. I may have heard it wrong. Twenty one players coming up for free agency. The job that's before Wait us. Wait a minute. You just said. Chris Beam told me you just discounted his his football no, no, knowledge. No, no, no. I said I may be wrong because he oh, may not have said, I thought 21. You said he 21 players are coming up free agency, mm-hmm. and I can guess most of them on defense. Yeah. So I gotta 
we have to build on what I thought this team was, and it's just a good team. We, and I know y'all asked me not to talk long, but did not no, the didn't. world did not the world know that if they ran the ball, oh, this yeah. game was going to be over? You said last week if they score first, you know I know you probably went home after they scored first, right? I did not feel good. Yeah, and especially so, the way they did it. Yeah, straight. Our down the defense field. came out the second half and adjusted. Our offense. It took our offense to the third quarter to say, wow, they giving us short, medium-range passes. Maybe we'll throw it to 86 now. That took too long. They gave you that. The, if I'm wrong, Jesse, they gave you that the whole game. But you knew that coming in. Yeah. And so like that, it, wasn't a, that wasn't an adjustment for them defensively. I'm saying to myself, what was missing here was our offense from the beginning to end, right up until the slide. Come on, oh, man. I, don't, I don't even want to talk Come about on. To me, Right up until the slide. To me, I don't even want to talk about that on this show because you know why? It shouldn't have come down to that. And if it did come down to that, it was just like in Green Bay. There's no guarantee in Green Bay when Dez catch, no catch, that you were going to stop Aaron Rodgers. Like, what makes you think a 23-yard pass to the end zone on the last play of the game is – Going to win you the game. Like to me, it's a non-fact. Don't don't let it get to that point. Like, and one of the things we said on the show, Nate, your big deal was you got to stop the penalties, right? That was your big thing. Jesse, what was what was your one big thing all week? Center, interior, and left guard. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. then and then your big thing was our big uh, other big thing on the show, Kurt. What was your big thing? I don't even remember. Exactly. That's why we were talking to you the rest of the show. You already checked out. You don't even want to be here. You already said that. But well, I'm here just because I stop the run. With you guys. Stop the run. Stop the run. And, yeah. and get a quick. Don't let them get up when you get a quick start. What do we do? Coin flip. Defer. What the hell was that all about? Like, I'm not totally against that. I am. I am. If you at you, home, if you know, if you know, you got a bully. And I'm a, uh, if you know you got to guess what you got to do, you're gonna lose the fight unless you, you hit him in the mouth. You hit him in the be, mouth you, first. Nah, nah. So you gonna wait for him to hit you? Nah, Kurt's definitely going to tell. Kurt, you gonna wait you for the bullet to hit you? Kurt's going to tell. Okay. He's going to tell a teacher like, <laughs> <laughs> before before he gets uh, hit. Kurt's definitely going to tell the principal. No, I mean I think that well, one first of all, you can have that same bully mentality on defense. If they'd come down and shut him out three and out, then you're rolling. You know, it's a good start. Plus. A lot of people would tell you, you know, to get that ball the second. They had it actually lined up they wanted the way they wanted. They yeah. had the ball late in the second quarter. I think they had the ball in the San Francisco 39-yard line, all three timeouts, a minute and a half left. They were in position to score there. They come right back out. They had the ball coming out of the third quarter. It all lined up for them like they wanted to, and they did nothing. Oh, but oh, did a penalty? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they shot themselves in the foot again. <laughs> Penalties killed them, man. They shot themselves in the foot. Empty the clip. Yeah. Reloaded. <laughs> and so we should have left Tony Pollard. We should have just let him healed up for next year, right? And not only did penalties kill you, <laughs> the 49ers gave you one on a silver platter with the roughing the punter thing. And it was like, here you go. Go score. And it's like. That was that first possession of the third quarter. They had like, a chance. What? And that's another thing that's frustrating is the Niners, they didn't do anything we didn't expect them to do. Right. On the positive end, and they didn't do anything we didn't expect, to expect on the negative end. We knew that Jimmy G was going to give us an opportunity. Yeah. And they tried to give us the game multiple times. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. They were like, you know what? Here, you, you guys have another possession. Yeah. Here, let's throw an interception when I should just throw it. Like, literally, I could just throw it out of bounds. And live to see another day. Nope, I'm going to try to force a pass in there, overthrow the receiver, interception Anthony Brown. Mm. I mean, there were countless times throughout this game where you could have had the game won. Mm-hmm. So uh, talking about that last play is 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 not even worth talking about no, because I don't even want to talk about it on the show. Oh my god! But you know it, it, what was disappointing about this game the most to me. Is here's another opportunity where you get a chance to step up to the plate. And you talked all the talk. And white it out. Don't sell your tickets. Come and be loud. And you gave them nothing to be loud about. 
come out flat like that? Like, how do you come out yeah. flat in a playoff game at home? Yeah. And it was loud. That was a great crowd. Like, how do you – like, like what else is going on in your mental that on the – you come out flat? Yeah, that makes no sense. Like, and I'm with you on the – if I know this team is a is a physical football team, we're at home, I want to get that crowd behind me. I take the ball like you've done earlier in the years, like multiple times earlier in the year, and I come out punching first. I come out setting the tone. But for you to defer and then let them, you pull your skirt up early in this game, and they just handed it to you over and over and mm-hmm. over and over it was, I mean, th- th- there is, I don't know. Yeah. Heck, they played the whole second half without their best defensive player. Played and, most of the fourth quarter without their second best defensive and player. Picked <laughs> <laughs> and picked up four more sacks. And picked up four more sacks after Nick Bosa went out. Think about that. That's a, that's That was a big thing that stood out to me is, like, their best player on defense went out and uh, – Nothing changed. No. We got. I heard multiple guys repeat it. Jesse, other guys on other shows. Their secondary can be had. Boy, it looked like all pro scene to me yesterday. Mm. Like, uh, you, I'm a backup, and I'll give you a first down. As long as you're not cross out fifty, I will back up and give you a first down. And I still refuse to throw the ball. My offensive line is crushing. Getting killed, and I still refuse to run the ball as a quarterback. You see it coming, and you just stand there and you take it. Nah, man. Nah. The defense played good enough. Our offense, even on even against other teams, have been able to score 30 points. I wonder, can our offense go up another level? You heard me say this on our other show. I knew our defense can somehow, somewhere, find a way to go up a level. Our offense – Started with the offensive coordinator, and we might as well put the head coach in there, did not go the other level. You should have been able to go to 28 points. You should have been able to go there. That, that's, that's not right. Amari Cooper, we didn't throw him the ball early in the first series. We didn't get to him until about the second or third series. And then at the end of the game, you throw a Hail Mary, and it's number one? <laughs> and not to Amari Cooper? And, and 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 our guy, or at least CD, somebody that that's good at getting fifty fifty balls. Man, that was not. I'm saying to myself, this was wrong on all levels. This was wrong. You can you can look at the stats all year long, but you you it's one thing that tells you can you can you play big boy ball is when you line up against the big boys. Do you have any victories? And every time we line up against the big boys this year, home or away, we have not come out victorious. We have not. Nope. There's no moral victories. You have to beat the big boys, Nick. They beat up on the on the uh, has been or whatever the lesser teams, but couldn't. They were just a they're a good team, but I guess we thought they were great. We are what you call weren't. middle of the road. Yeah, we we are the middle of the road. I thought they were great. I thought they were headed to bigger things and. I thought this would be the big win. I, I, in my heart, I say, okay, this is when we're going to show the world who we are because we need that significant win. And what 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 better place or platform than to do it with a with, at home? You picked the right team, man. You picked the right team because we weren't going to get Philadelphia because that went to the to to, to the teams that played mm-hmm. better. We we picked the right team. All you had to do, you just what baffles me. And I was talking to – I don't remember who it was. It was a, a, a sideline – somebody on the sideline. I don't know if it was a camera guy for one of the TV stations or what. And I I said, you know, it's, it's got to be more to this. Like, I'm not a coach. I'm, I, none of us are coaches. I would like to think that all those coaches – I know, in fact, I know those guys are, are football smart. They're football smarter than me and you, Kurt. Maybe not football smarter than Jesse. They, they're smarter than me. Okay, yeah. so they're smarter yeah. than three of the four of us in this room. I know Jesse ain't going to admit that they're smarter than him, so we'll just leave it at that. But all week long, all we talked about exactly what you need. If you could have stopped the running game, which, okay, maybe that's a physical thing and you just cannot just stop the, the – you didn't yeah. have the talent to do it. Oh, so 
putting on pads on Thursday didn't help that. Oh, okay. My fault. But, but you know, like, you, you know who's getting the ball. We said number 19 is going to get the ball. You're going to get the ball in his hands. Yeah, he has 73 yards rushing. You knew he was going to get it. Yeah, and look, and look what their quarterback did. Nothing. He did nothing. They're one-dimensional. And, and, like, you couldn't take that one dimension but away. The thing is. I don't get it. Jimmy did exactly what Kyle wanted Jimmy to do. 25 attempts. They don't want him throwing the ball over more than 25 mm-hmm. times. They want to keep him around 20 to 23 times. 27, 37. They had 37 rushes. So that's the game that they always want to play. Kyle Shanahan said it. He said, if we can get the we can rush the ball 30 times a game, I, I like our chances of winning that game. They don't want Jimmy like Jimmy Garoppolo, while the numbers may not look staggering, is perfect for what their system calls for him to yeah. do. Right? They're not calling for him to do what Patrick Mahomes did. Remind you, remind you of the Ravens teams with Flacco. Yeah. Like, here's what we need you to do, and we'll take care of the rest with Get defense. Get the ball and, in the playmaker's yeah. hands. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna run out clock. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna limit their possessions. Coming into game, we talked about that, right? We want to be up tempo, 65, 70, 75 snaps a game. They want to be around 50, 55 snaps a game. Well, when you look at it, what do they have? 37 rushes, 25 passes, right? They're in the wheelhouse of where they want to be in, yeah. right? They, everything that they did, they, they might want to take away the interception, but I think Kyle Shanahan kind of knows Jimmy going to give one up. He going to give one up, so we live with that one interception. But everything that they wanted to do, they got done. They converted on third downs. Mm-hmm. They made the necessary plays. They 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 were the number one team in the red zone. When they got in the red zone, what did they do? They converted it into touchdowns. I mean, they they did everything that we knew they were going to do, what they wanted to do, and they executed it. They executed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they lost two of their best players. I think that's the thing that's I think that's why I get so upset or frustrated is because like I love these coaches I love mm-hmm. I love the coaching staff I love the coaches and I know there's reasons why certain things don't happen and we're all armchair coaches and I think that's the difference between being a fan and working here is, and being on the show is like you're an armchair quarterback when you're at home and you're a fan you're an armchair coach when you're here because I think there's another layer to it I just I know there's reasons I just don't understand like how come you can't get the offense going? Is it the play calling? Is it the O line play? Is it yeah. the quarterback play? Like, is it a combination of all of it? You know, I, I, that's the big thing with me is like, I think, you know, I think these coaches did a, a, a good job this season. And like Michael Irvin said on, uh, I think it was Good Morning Football or whatever, he was like, they, Stephen A was trying to get him to, like, what happened? Give me the reason. And he said, look, at the end of the day, the players play. Coaches can do all they want, but the players go out there and play. And he said every time before him and Mike would walk out on the field, you know, I mean, him and Emmett would walk out on the field, they were like, this is in our hands. We go play the game. So, In the first half of that game, the Niners held the ball almost 2-1. to one. Yes, they did. Mm. Yeah. They held the ball for almost 20 I think minutes. You texted us in the second quarter maybe, and what was it? They'd had it 16? Six, 16 minutes. 16 mm. minutes. They had 16 minutes. They had, at one point in time of the game, they had more first downs, nine, than the Cowboys have run offensive plays, eight. <laughs> like, this game was this game was won for the Niners and lost for the Cowboys in the first half. The first yeah. quarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, first quarter. Everything that we, and, 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 and I know we got to go to break, but everything we talked about, throughout the week about can you withstand the body blows? They came out and delivered on cue. Everything. They have four plays. They have four consecutive running plays, not passing plays. Mm. They had four consecutive running plays of 10-plus yards. Yeah. <laughs> four consecutive. 40-plus yards in rushing consecutively. If that ain't a man check, chin check, I don't know what is. That's literally saying 
You can't do nothing with us. And I told you about this team. There is, you talk about what is our identity, what is our identity? What are we going to be built behind? Go back and watch the film. While I think Micah Parsons had a great game, there were times in that game Michael Parsons was blocked by a receiver. Hmm. By Brandon Ayuk. Like, yeah. but they're committed. They're saying, here's how we're going to win a football game. Ayuk, you got to go in there and just block. They said, hey, George Kittle, guess what? This ain't your game, homie. This ain't going to be your game when you have a Travis Kelsey, eight catches, 10 catches, 400 yards, and two touchdowns. Here's what I need for you to do. Now, I know you can't block them 100% of the time, but I watch film, and it's really hard for guards to get up on this athletic monster in number 11, and Michael Parsons. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to need you just to bother him. Stay in front. I need athlete athleticism on athleticism. George Kittle, while he's turned into a really good pass catcher, he comes from the school of blocking at Iowa. Mm-hmm. They employed him in saying, hey, just get in front of him. And what did I say? 55, you're going to have to come up big. And he played one of the best games of his career. Because they were were throwing all types of different blocking schemes at Micah, saying, if we're going to get to the next level, it's going to have to be someone has to block 11. We're going to use a receiver. We're going to use an athletic tight end. We're going to use some guards, some tackles. We're going to do – and Micah still had a great game. But it was in in certain moments where – he just couldn't get there because he was being bothered or blocked or had to run around or something, and they picked up five, six, seven yards before he got there. And see, hang on, let's go to break. Hold that thought. Great, Jesse. That was great. Hold that thought. We'll be right back great, with Nate's thoughts. That was great, Jesse. On Hanging with the Boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboy fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit Cowboys Travel. Dot com to book your package today. Back to hanging with the boys. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United presented by Globe Life starting at just 20 bucks. Join now and get your fan pack exclusive benefits and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details and to join today. Nate, I interrupted you so unpolitely earlier. No, it was good. It was good. It was good because I'd I'd have been going on like Jesse did. And Jesse brought it nice. I don't know, Jesse, that was great because we talked about it on the pregame show and I was telling people our tight ends – have to have to get in the way. 
In order for us to have some type of run game, some type of success, our tight ends have to get in the way. Our, our, our wide receivers have to get in. Be irre, be a, I, I, I use a bump on the neck, you know what I'm saying? Or when you get shaved or you shave and all of a sudden two days later you just keep get going at your neck. It's that little bump that won't go away, this little half bump that you're trying to get right. Mm-hmm. We, we, if you're not going to go out and draft a tight end of the, of the ilk of Kittles, which is hard to do, Go out and get a blocking tight end. You bring in these two these two big meat maulers that tackles and guards on that that ain't a deal, man. They're not athletic enough, especially in open space all the time to do this job. You got to have willing participants at wide receiver, willing participants at tight end to do these type things. And we, you know, go out and get a blocking tight end. Don't, don't you? I understand you can't get that receiving tight end. They are they are precious. But you can go out and get a blocking tight end. You can, and you don't have to pick in the in the top four rounds to get this blocking tight end. We just did this wrong, man. Blocking to wrong. me has always been desire. Yes, yeah. like outside of being an offensive lineman where there's a ton of technique in it, blocking is nothing but will and want to. Like you got to be want, you got to want to stick your nose. Your, you got to want to stick your face. And 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 someone else's chest, like that's that's what it comes down to. It doesn't come down to much of, again, outside of being a tackle or guard or center where there is technique in blocking, for receivers, for tight ends, for backs, man, it's it's about, do I want to, do I want to? And you know, it. it, it on another thing is, when you look at George Kittle and the Niners and how they wanted to do their blocking scheme. It was, George, will you commit to this? Because we're actually going to run behind you. Will you commit to this Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuels, Jerron Jennings? Because we're actually going to, we're not going to waste your blocks. We're not going to have you run down there, Brandon Ayuk, and get involved with Micah Parsons and not actually run the football. Right? We're not going to waste your effort your energy, your enthusiasm, your willingness, your want to, to go down there and fool with a dude who probably outweighs you by 40, 50 pounds to not run the football. We later found out at the end of this football game, which I will toot my horn on this one, I said this months ago. Toot, toot. <laughs> Zeke. Zeke comes out and says, oh, I had a tour PCL. Yeah. You did say that. I told you that. Yeah. I, t- I told you that. Mm-hmm. I said yeah. that months ago. Mm-hmm. Months ago. And the thing is, to me, that's a cop out. That's a cop out. Because you want to be secretive all year long and tell me that you're right and you fine, you good. Well, don't tell me you got a PCL now. Don't tell me. Don't know. I knew that was coming, right? I said. I yeah, said it was coming. Yeah. I said, I said, okay, at the end of the year, I said, I promise you, when it's all said done, at the end of the year, we'll hear Zeke's going in to get a cleanup on some sort of knee procedure. But all of a sudden now you want to come out in the postgame presser and say, oh, yeah, I got a PCL. Well, you could have told him, well, we knew something was wrong weeks well, that, ago. My first thought when I heard that, it just frustrated me that they didn't sit him for a while and get him right. Right? Then 12 rushes, 31 yards, 2.6 yards of carry. Tony Pollard, who I guess was the healthy, healthiest one, he rested last week, four carries, 14 yards. Yeah. That's it. That's that it. Makes sense. So even if we found the dude that was willing to go and block, we don't want to run the football. <laughs> we don't want to run the football. Tell me about it, man. Pollard was a non-factor in that game. Pollard that dude, that total should have been that he yeah. should have been the MVP. Bro. Total Pollard in this game, six touches, forty no, six touches for twenty six yards, <laughs> running yeah. and passing. And if you want to add C.D. Lamb to the mix, that makes eight. No, sorry. Seven touches for combined 60-something yards. He had one catch for 21 yards. Yeah. One run for five. That's ridiculous. 
So, and we're talking about two of your most explosive players on your offense. Back to back offsides. Back to back offsides. Back to back. <laughs> oh. That's frustrating. And, 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 and so is this on the coaches then for not utilizing these guys, not getting involved, for not getting Amari and Lamb going in the past? Oh, no, game? wait, wait, Kurt. Wait, remember? <laughs> re- no, wait, wait, Kurt. Remember everyone called and texted and told me that Kellen Moore is holding his plays till we get to the playoffs. <laughs> he going to get into his play calling bag when we get in the playoffs. And this has been – he's been withholding plays throughout the regular season so that nobody can get a beat on what he's doing in the playoffs. Playoffs is already set. We go into the playoffs. We so don't need to show nothing. Is this the bag he got into? <laughs> is this the satchel that he reached into? Roughing the kicker. Is this the book bag? Yep. The lunchbox? <laughs> First and ten. The, 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 this wasn't even this wasn't yeah. even a uh, this wasn't even a nickel dime bag. Yeah. It wasn't even one of them. Mm. All right. Fifteen more minutes. Let's take a break. We can talk about the coaches next. Yeah. All right, next on hanging with the boys. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone. Even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Your favorite WWE superstars return to AT&T. Oh yeah, your favorite WWE superstars return to AT&T Stadium <laughs> for WWE. Today's not the day. SummerSlam. Jesse. Winter Solstice. No, read the Spring room. Spring break. Read the room, Jesse. <laughs> read the room. Oh, my fault. My fault. It's all right. On Sun, Saturday the second. And Sunday, the 3rd of April, 2022, get your tickets to the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. Visit SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Okay. Oh, yeah, brother. Hmm. Well, uh, what you got? Sorry, I was reading a, <laughs> a Check your email? You want to do the no, show? No, I was checking. <laughs> some t- hey, when sponsorship texts in the middle of the show, I have to check it because you never know what's going on. So. It's not an emergency. So oh, Jesse yeah, said we were going to talk about the coaches. So let's talk. Mm. Are those all those penalties and sloppy play? Is that coaching, or is that players? Is it flat guys being flat out of the gate? Is that coaching, or is that players? <laughs> For the penalty, oh, 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 y'all talking to me? <laughs> I done moved on. I'm, I'm worried about Quinn. You moved on to where? <laughs> Ain't no more season left. Yeah, I'm going worried about Quinn. Quinn, yeah. gone. he's gone, man. He's gone. The he's only way gone. he stays is if McCarthy leaves. And I don't think he'll take the job after that. He got other options. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let me say this right here, man. 
I, I, by this being the first time I have ever, Pop Warner High School, college, have ever heard where the officials has wrecked the game for you guys, when you got a chance to go out there four days out of a week and work on your technique mm-hmm. and to watch film so you can be a better player, and all of a sudden, when the game come, I get one holding, and now I can go into the dumps and give up because I got a holding, and we're just blaming on the refs. This, this, this blowing me away. I, I don't know, and this has got nothing against guys who have not. But if you played in pop Warner ball, high school ball, have y'all ever heard your coaches say, "Hey, fellas, the refs got us"? Yeah, I, I've never went through that. So I can't comment on that. Jesse, help me here. No, I, I haven't either. And 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 the, I guess the famous quote is, "You're either coaching it or you're allowing it." Hmm. Either way, it's happening. Yeah. And so you talk about you know, people can sit here all day and say, "Oh, we're we're playing against the opponent and we're playing against the ref." No, you're playing against the opponent and you're playing against yourself. Yeah. Because when you're this penalized. Like and that's that's the biggest thing. It's like you think in every game the ref was picking on y'all. Like you think that the, like the collective ref group, the, the 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 brotherhood, the referee brotherhood got together and say, "Well, we play Dallas, man. We're gonna call a bunch of penalties." Mm-hmm. No, you were consistently bad at it all year long, and you got consistently called on it all year long. Are the referees right all the time? Absolutely not. Mm-mm. But you didn't help yourselves. You didn't give yourselves opportunities to win football games minus the penalties. You have 14 penalties. Do you see that stat? There's out of the 256 games played this year, that 14 penalties were called in the game four times. Two of them. Two of them were the Cowboys. For the Cowboys. Wow. <laughs> that ain't by accident. Like, and, and a lot of the Neville Gallimore hands to the face. It was the hands to the face. Yeah. The, the, the Randy Gregory, two holding penalties. You tackle two dudes. Like, those are legit yeah. penalties. We knew, like, you, you you can almost just, at the beginning of the game, just start us back 10 yards. Say, because we're going to get two holding penalties at some point in time in the game. Right? So just give it. Just give it to us now. <laughs> just start first and 20 when we, when we get the ball. Man, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. When you, when you get ran over, dude spinning and twisting, and you wrap your arms around the dude, what does that got to do with the ref? Right. You get ran over, and you just reach out and grab a guy. That's, that's not understanding who you're playing against. That's not understanding the, the situation in the game, what's going on right now. At this time, I cannot have this holding. I cannot. So if I got to give ground and punch up and miss, so be it. But not hold. We got to stop that, man, because you cannot give a player an out. You cannot give a player the out should be he was better than me. On this particular play, he was more athletic than me. I didn't sit right. It's too many reasons what happened, why you got the holding, besides I held him and the ref called it, and it was the wrong time. It's always the wrong time. Come on, man. That, it, that, that's sad, man. And as far as coaching, if you want to blame anything, and, and this is not me defending because I was a Mike McCarthy uh, believer, I put that on Mike McCarthy. Penalties, uh, un, an undisciplined football team, to me, starts at the top. Hmm. And the two things that we've heard about this football team all year long was the undisciplined, the poor execution. That, to me, falls on the head coach. Yeah. That is your job as CEO, especially since you're not calling one of the sides of the ball, you're not one of the coordinators, then those things, the, 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 the clean football and the, the, the football being executed at a high level, that falls on you, bro. Like that's a Mike McCarthy. If you want to blame Mike for something, I blame him for that. Where – I defend Mike McCarthy is is when they try to see it's 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 Kellen Moore should go be a head coach and Kellen Moore is boy wonder genius and Kellen Moore is the next of the greats of the young NFL upstarts when Dak throws for 400 yards. Yeah, it's no mention of Mike McCarthy. 
It's it's no mention of him. It's no it's no talk about what hand he had in that when at the beginning of the year when everybody was saying this offense was rolling and we're scoring all these points and we're putting up all these points and the numbers are there and everything's looking all great, great and well. It's it's will the Cowboys be able to retain Kellen Moore? Kellen Moore, young, hot, up and coming offensive coordinator. Is Kellen Moore the next in line like the Kyle Shanahan's and the Sean McVay's of the National Football League? Oh, but when it don't go so well. You want to throw Mike McCarthy's name in there. <laughs> now, you can't have it both ways. Right. Either Mike is in it and a part of it when it's going really good, or he's not in it when offensively it goes really bad. And so when you start saying, well, Mike, like, I, I don't, a lot of people don't know this, but like when you're in these situations and they're always saying, well, Mike McCarthy could have got on the headset and said, we're not doing this and we're not doing that. When? When should he do that? Should, should, like, should I let you, like, let you call the plays or not let you call the plays? And again, how this thing is structured and set up, from the day that he got here, he was handed, forcefully almost, here's your offensive coordinator. Mm. Now what does he do? Now do I question every call that comes in the headset that I may not agree with? Like, how does that – like, that doesn't work well. Yeah. Either you're going to let Kellen Moore call the plays or you're not. Period. So all this, he should have gotten the headset and said, no, nah, we're not going to run that play. Well, he didn't do it the last 69 <laughs> of plays. So, so that, that, that's always my thing is, is that, you know, people – they have these wild things that they want people to do when they say people should do – and those things aren't really realistic. It's not something that really goes on and really happens. Now, there may be a conversation in between series where he walks over to Kellen Moore and say, hey, listen, I think we need to run the ball a little bit more here. Or I think we may need to do so-and-so-and-so here. But we also know that orders have been sent down that this is our OC and to let him do what he does. So all that he could come in and do, oh, that's, not, that's not realistic. That's not realistic. So, you know, if you want to put some blame on, there's enough blame to go around. That's true. There's enough blame to go around for everybody. Yep. Even down, even down the fossil. Did you feel like the players accepted blame after the game last night? Nope. I mean, Dak is nope. obviously the one that stood out, but nope, huh? none of them. None of them. The, and the funny thing is, and this has been happening a lot lately. The youngest one of this whole superstar bunch group was the one that actually had the best answers. Michael Parsons. Yeah. He was honest. He said we came out flat. He said we came out flat from the start. And too many penalties hurt. Too many us. penalties hurt us. Like he everyone else, oh, you know, and 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 we've always revered Dak for just his such great leadership, being always saying the right things at the right time. But for him to come off last night. And make those comments about fans throwing things, whether it be players or referees. That's horse crap. That is horse crap. That surprised me because he always says the right thing and mm-hmm. has the right mindset. Like we all make mistakes. He made a mistake, and it was a bad one. I mean, for a quarterback franchise. He made a bad mistake. And you but the thing yeah. is you can't make a mistake in that moment. When you've yeah. been poised, that's, that's not your first this ain't your first rodeo. This ain't your first first round exit either. Yeah. yeah. So you've been in that situation before. Yeah. You've been in some tough games where things may not have gone your way. But to come in there and to make those comments, that that was That wasn't right. That wasn't right. That he was so unlike mistake. him. And and it was it was it was done in such poor taste. It was done in such such poor taste. Um, but yeah, you know, defensively, if if this team wasn't ready. This football team wasn't ready defensively. Well, you know what? The game the game was a microcosm of the season. Like this is this is the way yeah. this yeah, is the way the season were. Yeah. This is the way the season should have ended. I mean, I hate to say that as a Cowboy fan and an employee and wanting to keep this thing going, but this is exactly how the whole season went. Like 
We we every game you knew what was going to happen. You knew basically what you had to do to stop them in the games that they lost. They weren't able to do it. When the S hit the fan, you looked disorganized at times and looked like you didn't like that last play. Looked like you didn't really know what was going on. Like there were a couple of guys that you know, and it's just. I mean, there's been a lot of, and I'm sure it's with every team. I'm sure everybody that's lost a game yesterday or the last game of the season, they talk about these same things. Yeah, that's a one-dimensional the, team should never be able to meet beat you unless you are a one-dimensional team. Yeah, they made them one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 this is this is this is the thing. Uh, you have let a great window uh, fall on you as offensive line. You've let a great window fall on you. And defense, uh, your quarterback, a whole team. Yeah, this yeah. window yeah. is closed, yeah. fellas. Yeah. Yeah. And so. If you don't go out and find, since y'all say the defensive coordinator is gone, if you don't don't go out and find the right defensive coordinator that can put these pieces together, because you are playing jigsaw puzzle every year with your defense, you 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 your money isn't there, your money's on offense, so you playing a jigsaw puzzle. You have to have the right coordinator. You can't have a subtle guy who say I I'm just gonna run this defense. And this is who we are. No, 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 no. You don't have those type players anymore. You have multi-talented players that can do several things. You have to find that offensive coordinator with that innovative mind to do these things. Because if you go and say, I don't think Michael Parsons is just a Mike backer. You can't go out and say, well, I'm going to get me a 3-4 coach and Mike part. No. This kid do too much. So – the defensive coordinator is always going to be the key here. It's always going to be the glue. I don't care what, how much, how great our defense is, though, fellas. I've come to the conclusion. I know you've already been there three years ago. Brother, you got to score. And you got to score 28 or more points. And the closer you get to the playoffs, the more points you need. If you told me the Cowboys were playing a home playoff game, before the playoffs happened, if you said – January 16th, Shannon Gross, the Cowboys will be playing a home football game against whoever, and they only gonna, they they only had to score more than 23 points to win the football game. Would you have put $1,000 down on that? Depends on what point of the season you ask me that. <laughs> the first six games, hell yeah, oh, I'd have yeah. put $5,000 on it. <laughs> the last half of the season... I don't know because I at home. I at told. Home? Listen, listen, I t- listen. Here's the art. Here's the argument. Nate, I remember you and I squared off in here about five weeks ago, and I said, I need to see more from this offense. I need to see him do it again before I buy in. And you, you, we, no, we uh, boxed for three yeah, weeks. We boxed. We boxed. <laughs> 26, they was averaging 26 against winning teams. I look at them, they, they score 24 points, 25 points a game. They give up only 21 defensively. I'm saying to myself, and this is who I was looking at. Who's the, who's the team that can't score? These guys can't score. Philadelphia can't score. I knew we were going to get that lucky with Philadelphia. So I'm like, 27 points to beat this team. I thought so, too. 27 points. So if we score 28, it's a lock. I mean, I thought I thought we could. Going into this week, yeah, I, I thought we could do it. And, Come on, and, and to, to, to close out the show, you talk about a window closing. Like every single year, you don't – you, you're not going to have the ability, because I do, like Kurt, we're, we're losing Dan Quinn. So to find someone else to replicate what he did is going to be difficult. Thank you. By the way, there's a bunch of dudes who hit this year. KZ was a hit. Kazee was a uh, 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 no, I'm sorry, Curse was a hit. Mm-hmm. Kazee was a and hit. What's their Hooker was contracts. a hit. Yeah. Those guys are all They're one-year all deals. Free, free That's agents. what I'm trying to tell so you. we have a bunch of guys who – they, they may go wherever Dan Quinn goes next, right. they may go there. Mm-hmm. And so now you got to find another guy to get in there and hit. Like, we we had everything going in our favor. Mm-hmm. And now next year, all these guys get a year older. Yeah. And, and there's a bunch of other teams in this league who are coming. The Chargers are coming. The Bengals are coming. I mean, there's a ton of football team that will be retooling. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers may be on the move next year. He may end up. And San Francisco. He may end up back in Green Bay. He may end up in New Orleans. You don't even know. But a lot of these guys are coming. And when you miss the window, we don't have a young window that we're building Thank up to. Thank you, man. Our window is pretty pretty much getting older now. 
All those guys are getting older. Tyron, another year older. Zach, another year older. We don't know what that – and then all of a sudden you, you put yourself in that situation again where you could be one play away from a guy getting injured again next year and now your season is shot for the year. So having these opportunities and, and coming up short, wetting the bed like the Cowboys did – it is so disappointing, man. And and man, it, it's this team was this team was put together well this year. Mm-hmm. It really was, yeah. and they had all the components to win this thing. Sound like Jerry knew it too. I I, I don't I don't honestly like if we're being one hundred percent honest. I know every year is a different year, but just foreshadowing, looking a, a way ahead now, I, I I don't I don't see how this team competes going forward seriously. Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. We will have a show tomorrow. I think we're trying to figure out what to do Wednesday, Thursday. We might do a mashup of sorts. <laughs> wow. uh, tonight, we have a great guest tonight. Probably the best guest we could have after a season-ending Me? loss. No. <gasps> will McClay will be on the show with me and Brad Sham tonight. So that'll be fun. And then before we go, i got to give a special shout-out. We, we lost uh, a couple of good folks over the last... Uh, we Dan Devins that used to uh, oh, yes. be a part of the the cheerleaders lost, like they left. No, they passed away. passed away. Oh, they passed yeah. away. Yeah. Uh, Dan Devins used to be uh, part of the cheerleader organization for year what years. thirty years yeah. probably. Headed up all of our USO tours. Was a huge proponent of the military. Was was around forever. He passed away. Uh, uh, Earlier this week, I believe, and then uh, Jesse Gonzalez that worked out at our Cowboys Pro Shop. Uh, he was the greeter out there. He was mm. 59 years old, but he looked like he was a, and acted like he was a teenager, always smiling. If you ever went to the Pro Shop out there, he was the guy that greeted you. Uh, he passed away uh, suddenly, uh, I think this past weekend, um, uh-huh. and they were always really good to good to all of us. Good to my mom when she would come in out there and. When they'd shut the store, they'd let her stay in there. And uh, Jesse used to always come out to training camp and hit me up for VIP passes every year. So I'll I'll, I'll miss those emails this offseason. So just wanted to give a couple of shout-outs there. So, Kurt. Yes, sir. Thoughts and prayers to those families. Absolutely. Good seeing you, Kurt. Come with something tomorrow. What? I wasn't over there checking my text during the show. I had had to. Sorry. Jesse. This is your work. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk about We'll look forward to next year tomorrow. Nate. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Yes, sir. And, uh, is, you know, I know I'm going to have tremendous nightmares All just watching this game. Our offense just wasted another year. Our mm. offense has wasted another year. CeeDee Lamb has wasted another year. Gamari Cooper has wasted another year. Wow. Really? Really, man? Oh, I know. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. William, thanks for keeping the live streams up. We will be back tomorrow. Maybe. Maybe. Just we'll do here. it. Just do it. We'll Just be back do, tomorrow. do it like the Cowboys. Hanging with the boys tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!